routes the tide. Roll tide no more this year, boys. Georgia, 21-point victory. I think the biggest shock for me is Missouri falling all the way to number 13 in the power range. They're a quality football team. Go ahead and give me Texas A&M at the top. They're the best team in the SEC. Coach, you know, I've been thinking you might start to jinx me if you keep calling me uh, that name. (laughs) Nonsense. Now get out there, ACL, and tear it up. Tear it up, coach. Welcome to another episode of Underqualified Analyst. This is Cooper. We have Hunter. And we have Zach. Say what's up, boys. Feels good to be back for another week. What's up? What's up? So uh, we had a very uneventful week last week as far as Kentucky football goes, but we had a lot of really good games go on. Um, Not as good as the week prior, but I just wanted to say before we get started, before we get all comfortable, I wanted to say this last week, but Zach was not here. They called me silly. They called me a Neanderthal. They, 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 they called me so many names, I can't even bring it up, all of them, because I don't really remember them, because I try to put behind negative energy, and all these guys are, are they're, they're pessimists. They come on here, and they throw down, they slander Kentucky football's name every week, every week. They'll be like, oh, but we got to, but we got to, no, no, you got to go down with the ship, son. And I have gone down every week, and I'm giving y'all the double read between the lines this week. And this was supposed to be said last week, though. So I just want to say, Zach, you were scared. You didn't want to come on the podcast. I get it. I get it. You didn't want to come on the podcast, so you didn't want me to say that. But I'm coming on here now, and I'm saying it. Hunter, you're a Neanderthal. I can finally say it. Finally. Go ahead. I, I have no problem eating that humble pie. Uh, as a matter of fact, if I have to be wrong, there's no other way to be wrong for me than to miss pick and Kentucky win the football game. I got to give them props. They came out. They took care of business. They did what they needed to do. They did a lot of things that I was worried about. They did it well. And I think we got back to our identity a little bit, running the football, C-Rod, dominant. Kentucky was coming off two straight, very humbling losses, okay? Zach and I went from way up here, went straight down the water slide all the way to the bottom. And we were sad, and we made the wrong decision in picking against Kentucky because they finally played one good half of football. That's it, just one good half, two quarters. That's it, not perfect either. It was good enough to win, and I'm glad that they did. I'm glad I was wrong. Well, I'll just I'll just go ahead and correct you there. You didn't start on a waterfall, okay? You didn't even pick Kentucky against Ole Miss, okay? So let's start there, and we can move forward onto greener and better pastures. So uh, one of the things that I definitely wanted to bring up is it is officially Tennessee Hate Week. And, you know, I, I think I think I think everybody, if you have heard any sort of uh, 
if you have any sort of social media, AKA the way you're listening to this, you know, you've heard something, you know, you've probably, you've heard, and I wanted to play this clip for you just to get us, you know, a little bit ready for it. Now, I hate Tennessee because first of all, it's Tennessee. And I, I, I just hate them because they, they, they low down, they dirty, they some snitches. And I hate Philip Farmer. I hate their colors. I'm not a dog person. I I just hate Tennessee, man. Like, and I I hate Nay- Nayland Stadium. It looks like a garbage truck worker convention. And I hate all their quarterbacks. I just I hate Tennessee, man. Describe the describe what you feel about their colors too. I that was interesting. It, it, it reminds me, it, and it, it's not that orange that you can stand. See, I hate Tennessee more than I hate Auburn. I just dislike Auburn. I hate Tennessee. See, Tennessee's colors is it's that, it's that throw-up orange. It's not that orange that you can sit with. It's that puke inside of a pumpkin orange. That I, and I don't like pumpkins. So I just, I just, I, I really don't like Tennessee, man. I, I can't stress that enough, man. And they, they, they losers. They sore losers. And I hate Tennessee. Yeah. I don't think that will ever get old, ever. Uh, they low down, they dirty, they some snitches. It's Tennessee hate week. I'm here for it. I'm on the hype train. I hate Tennessee too. I couldn't agree more with that guy. And just imagine being that guy who was a diehard Alabama fan. Just imagine how happy he's been for the last 15 years. Yeah, and I mean, and imagine how happy he is with how often he sees that. Like he, his face has been plastered over Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, every time just about any team plays Tennessee. And you know, I don't know about you all, but I have completely outlawed orange from my color wheel all week. Orange, it's not even one of my favorite colors, but it, you won't see me with it on. You won't. Listen. I won't drink uh, orange juice. Orange. I won't. I won't. I won't eat. I won't eat eggs. Egg yolks. That's right. That's too close to their orange. I'm not gonna do anything even close to that. The closest thing I'm gonna come to it is I'm gonna see the sun, which sometimes on sunset it might be particularly orange, you know, and I might be out in the sun on that. No, nah, but it ain't that puke inside of a pumpkin orange. Hard to outlaw orange in, at Halloween time. I mean, Halloween, orange, big-time color, I'm still not wearing it. Ain't no way. The only way I'm wearing orange is if I'm deer hunting on the weekend. That's it. And honestly, you might as well just get shot because, you know, that, that's that, – yeah, that's just, that's just the way it has. It's, the cookie crumbles. To quote my good friend, Brayden Atwood, he told a very funny quote to the man we had on the podcast last week. Colton, he said, Colton, why are you wearing that dumbass orange hat? Take that off. So, just wanted to say that because he knew he knew it was Tennessee hate week and that Tennessee sucks. I'm here for it. Anytime I can hate on Tennessee, I'm here for it. I hate that bunch. I do too, but unfortunately, and – so far, between the three of us, it is the only dog of the week that has been correct. So I wanted to congratulate Zach on that. Two weeks ago, he called Tennessee versus Alabama, and I roasted him for it. And by roasted, I mean, how could you do that? 
I didn't roast the actual pick, but I definitely roasted the <laughs> fact that you picked them because we're Kentucky fans. And Tennessee's they're they're low down, they're dirty. You know, we heard it. You heard it here first. You know, it's a good pick, Zach. Good pick. I mean, sometimes you just you have to swallow. You have to swallow that hate. You have to make logical, informed decisions. Unfortunately, I can't jive with that. But on to the game. Um, first and foremost, if you don't know, Kentucky plays Tennessee this week. If you didn't gather that from the plethora of uh, warnings we sent. But this is Kentucky's biggest game to date, obviously. And Tennessee is for real. You know, we all know about their offense being so good. And I've got, I, I've got some comparisons I wanted to throw at you all. So, Tennessee, they average 50.1 points a game. Kentucky, 26.4. They're 11 or they're they're 9% better on third down efficiency. They average 90 more rushing yards a game. And in my opinion, the most important stat in this game is first quarter Kentucky has been outscored 20 to 38 and Tennessee has outscored their opponents 96 to 24. And every UK loss, a.k.a. Ole Miss and South Carolina. We have lost when we lose the first quarter. Fun fact. So, I think the first quarter is really important for us. Yeah, this is going to be one of those games where coming out strong, making a statement defensively, is going to be crucial. We can't have the UK defense that we've seen a a couple times this year where we come out, we're kind of sluggish, we're kind of slow. We give up a drive, we give up another drive, but then we kind of lock things down. I don't think Tennessee is a team we can do that with. I think we come out from the get-go. I do think our defense, this is going to be a crucial game for them. I think our offense can score on Tennessee's defense. But we have got to be able to hold them. I'm going to say, realistically, we need to hold them – under 35 points to have a shot. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean. <laughs> there it but, is. He's back. He's but, back. But I will say this. If we come out and we get behind early, say, you know, give up, a have an early turnover, an early mistake, if we get down by two touchdowns, you can put this game on ice. It's over. Turn it off. It's going to get ugly. I will say this. I think if we can come out and put a couple touchdowns on them, I think Stoops is good enough at controlling the clock and time of possession that it could be – I mean, it could be dangerous for Tennessee if we can get a couple score lead, three score lead. We can we can win those grind-out type games. But I just don't see it being one of those. I think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a track meet, just like last year. Whoever's got the ball last is going to have the best shot to win. I think if it is a track meet, we will get absolutely torched. If it, if I think, as, as you said, if they score Dang. over 35, it will be bad. And I think they will beat us badly. But 
I will say this. Kentucky's rush defense has played significantly better against teams than they have played against any of the other teams. And so has the pass defense, especially the pass defense. That's going to be crucial against Tennessee. But I think another key to this game is going to be holding Tennessee's rushing attack down. Um, the, the least amount of rushing yards they had in the game was against Pitt, held them to 60 yards uh, in the game, and they only scored 24 points in regulation. Now, yeah, they went to overtime, and I think they ended up scoring like 34 or something. But I think that's that's super key because they're, almost every one of their pass plays is either RPO or some some form of play action pass that is going to make the safeties bite. And then guess what? They're 17,000 receivers that run four threes, you know, they're, they're gone for a 70 yard touchdown. And I definitely agree with the time possession though. I, I think if, if we don't sizably win that. Whew. Well, I mean, we saw last year what this game can look like. If this game goes over the over-under, I think it's somewhere around 64. If it goes over that, I don't like our chances at all. Well, I think I think it's I think it's something that we need to you know take account of in and Anthony Richardson had over 400 yards against Tennessee's defense. I mean, this is – I'm not going to say it's the worst defense we've went against because their rush defense is actually pretty good. But, dude, their pass defense is it's, – it's not very good. I mean, they've – I, I saw how many guys they had out uh, against the – you know, they, they showed a metric against Alabama. And it was like three of their guys are out on felony assault charges – and that explains how they're low down. They're dirty, you know. Um, and, you know, but what's crazy is Kentucky has the same thing, but we're not bringing that up, you know. I mean, Jalen Geiger, he's out. Vito Tisdale, he's out. Um, I'm sure there's some other guys. Those are just the guys that I can think of off the top of my head. And then not only that, but also Jacquez Jones, unfortunately, he's out too. Yeah, that's a big loss for us. Jones, really key pillar in that linebacker core. I don't know that it hurts us as much in this game. I think – I do think our run stoppage is going to be enough. I think our secondary is going to be key in this one. Well, when they got Randy Moss, that receiver, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty good statement. Our secondary play is going to be key. <laughs> My good friend, eight five Chad Ochocinco Johnson said that next time he goes out, he's wearing a Jalen Hyatt jersey because that's he's guaranteed to score. <laughs> well, I mean, he definitely did it against Bama. Um, I mean, that guy was absolutely unreal. And what makes it even scarier is they don't even have they didn't even have their number one receiver. Um, I think we're, I, I don't know that like that. I think that's absolutely crazy. One thing I think is crazy and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. 
And, you know, this may be insensitive of me and that's fine, but how, how is this Kentucky game not college game day? Is it because they've been to Knoxville twice already or is there more to it? I, I don't know. I mean, I know, I just – I don't know. I, looking at all the games, I'm just shocked that it ended up being the game that ended up being. Where are they going? Jackson State. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's a <clears throat> it's a HBCU, but, I mean, that's – I mean, that's FCS. You know, like I, I just I, – I get the hype behind it. It's it's Neon Dion's team, and they're good. They are. Um. But it's also like, man, like, you know, there's there's some decent games out there. I mean, I think the Kentucky game, I mean, maybe they're trying to hold out for the Kentucky-Georgia game. Maybe they're trying to hold out for the Tennessee-Georgia game because technically that would be better. But Yeah, I can see. They, they've already been there a couple times. I can see why they would not because I fully expect them to end up in Knoxville again. At no least SEC. one more time. No SEC nation either. You can't get no love. That one shocks me a little bit more. Well, they I had mean, to where's, be. SEC, where's SEC nation going that's so important this it, week? They had to be at Georgia, Florida. That's going to be a gut stomping. You never know which Anthony Richardson's going to show up. <laughs> Either the one that loses and throws for 400 or the one that loses and throws for 75 and two <laughs> touch two touchdown interceptions. <laughs> you know, it, you, you just never know. I think I think I think another key to you know this game, not to get back, I guess to get back on track. Um you know, we, we have to limit the mistakes. And, you know, Addison did bring up – or Hunter ended up saying it, but Addison, it was Addison's stat. So, I'll give props to Addison. He said that we, Kentucky – Screw Hunter, right? We don't give him any credit for anything. We actually don't. We actually prefer <laughs> to give him the least bit of credit possible. Um, but he said that when Kentucky has 10 or more turnover – or not turnovers, geez – uh, when Kentucky has 10 or fewer uh, penalties, when 10 or more penalties, yeah, all right, butchered that one. Uh, Stoops is like here. seven or eight and O, oh, whatever it was. I think it's seven and O. Oh. Um, but that I think that's something to keep in mind. Like, I'm not going to be rooting for <laughs> penalties, obviously, but. I think the main thing is limiting mistakes. The main thing for me, you know, as far as limiting the mistakes is just turnovers. Um, I think we can get by with some penalties, especially if it's often or diff- offensive penalties. I think we can get by more so with that. We can't give Tennessee any sort of advantage, a shorter field by any means possible. Um, but we're minus four in turnover category. Tennessee's plus five. So that's not really a great look. We've just we just haven't done too great at holding on to the ball. You gotta limit mistakes. You can't beat yourself in a game like this. And 
I mean, the last few weeks we've watched Kentucky, it's not been – they've not been the cleanest performing team out there. Plenty of mistakes. And just like procedural stuff, things that should not even be there this late in the season. I hope the bye week was good for them. I hope they came back a little rejuvenated. I hope we cleaned some of that stuff up. I don't know. Coming off a of bye week scares me. Stoops' record coming off a of bye week, not very impressive. Does anybody know what that number is? I don't because I didn't bring it up. So that's more on you that all. That is true. No, just Zach. He brought it up. Yeah, but we always blame you, Hunter. So you're I'm supposed to have that. That it is slightly below 500, but I don't you're, know. That. You're the stat guy, not me. I'm pretty sure it's slightly below 500 after bye weeks, which makes no sense. But as Coop said, this team can handle a little bit of adversity. But if we lose the turnover battle, I do not think we can win this game. If we have any more than one turnover, I do not think that we can win this game. But if we get one or zero, you know, and they have one or, you know, or more, we win the turnover battle or at least tie one-to-one, I think we can win. If we are – go ahead. I do like the position that Kentucky's in right now. When the media, when the fans, when everybody is giving Kentucky a 0% chance to win, like no shot whatsoever, that seems to be when our guys come out and they play their guts out and they give us one of those gritty, hard-fought games where we're like, okay, that's what this team can be. We're in that position. Nobody's giving us a chance. We're a double-digit underdog. I like that position. Can we make it happen? Nobody on game day is going to pick us. Kirk Herbstreet's the only one that ever picks Kentucky, and he won't have a pick because he's calling the game. So, Hey, back it up, Terry. Or as uh, Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend, because Peyton Manning pissed, picked us last week. All right? So how about you sow some couth? And Peyton Manning showed us a little bit of respect. Oh, Bill Moore. You think he's going to pick us this week? Yeah, do you think he's going <laughs> to? No. Okay. There we go. Hard no. <laughs> Hard no. But. I think he could run for mayor of Knoxville and win. No. That... You know, the big red machine, Kane. Anybody watching WWE? He's the mayor of Knoxville. I think they'd vote him out for, for Peyton. No, that's Kane. He really is, isn't he? I totally yeah, forgot about that. I, to- I totally forgot about that. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to this, you know, more than any game – that that we've had this year so far. I mean, obviously, I I, I hate I hate Tennessee. I just I hate them. They're this is another one of those games. This is another one of those games that me and Hunter have talked about, where Kentucky has a shot to kind of take that next step. I want to see it happen. More what happened? Anything this week? I want to see that happen. And this and what- would be the perfect week for that to happen. But what happens, Zach? What happens when we get 
Go ahead and tell him. No, Cooper will just get mad and yell at me. What happens when we have these opportunities? What happens? We normally squander them. And okay, okay. hold guess on. What? Hold on. Guess what? Hold okay. on. Hold on a second. Guess what else? I see you two over there smiling, talking about, eh, maybe it's possible. That's exactly what they want you to think before they rip out your jugular, splat it on the ground, and stomp on it every time. Yeah. May I? May I speak? May I have the floor? No, yeah. we're just gonna move on. I would, <laughs> I would, I would like it to say one final piece. I'm gonna say this super calm. If I had admin rights, I'd mute you right now. <laughs> you don't, because <laughs> I know what you're about to say. I don't think you do. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. You're what? about to blow sunshine and rainbows. No, let's hear it. No, what have we done to make you think? We have to take that next step. We have not recruited at the highest level. We have gotten one top 15 since Stoops has been there. One. Okay. How many five stars? You brought that up the other day. So I'm bringing it back around. How many five stars? Not that many. Why do you think that we have that right to think we should be taking that next step? I think as a program, we're at a position where you're right. The recruiting has not gotten to the point that it needs to be yet. But when you're competing against Alabama, Georgia, I don't know that our recruiting is going to get to that point. So what I do think Stoops is one of the best coaches in the nation at is talent development. He's really good. And our staff is really good at taking guys who are three stars, two stars, and turning them into high-level players. We have a core defense that is really good. We're always one of the better defenses. Our offense has gotten so much better. So if you're telling me right now that we have a quarterback that's being considered as – for the top pick in the draft, why not? Why why can't we take that next step now? Why can't we put ourselves in that conversation? If we can't do it with the number one pick and the most talented receiving core we've had since I've been watching, when? Are we just born bound to mediocrity in the SEC? Are we just going to be happy with, all right, we'll win nine, ten games and – We'll go to their bowl game. I, damn it, I want to be good. I want to be in the conversation. I want to be there. I want a shot at the, at the SEC title. I want a shot to get in the playoff. That's what I want as a, as a program. Kentucky could have been a power in both football and basketball. <laughs> But we squandered that away when we gave a guy a Rolex while the other coach got a caddy. It was a big lighter. <laughs> we didn't even get we, – we gave him a big lighter. <laughs> I know. I know the true story, but I also know what the rumor is. Everybody knows about the Rolex. Nobody knows the truth. I know. But we could, and I, I can see us getting there again. But, man, I'm just – 
I want to take that next step so bad, and I want to be in that conversation. But they rip my heart out every time, like Hunter said. We, it's set up for these opportunities. We always get set up. All right, we got Georgia on the road. Here's our chance to knock them off. And we don't pick up a fumble that they drop, and they pick it up and run it in for a touchdown. It's stuff like that that kills me because the opportunities are there. And I feel like eventually one of those are, one of those breaks are going to go our way and we're going to get that win. Hey. But I want it now. <laughs> hey. You know what happened the week before that Georgia, you know, on the podcast before that Georgia-Kentucky game last year? You know what happened? We, all three of us, we got too damn excited. <laughs> Zach, who did you pick to win that game? Kentucky. And you hadn't picked I – mean, you, you, you've been the pessimist all year last year. I was at least a little bit more optimistic. <clears throat> I picked – and Coop obviously picked Kentucky. And guess what? We got three tuds. But you get these – you get these situations that are set up and they're like storybook set up for Kentucky. Nothing would make me happier than to go down to Knoxville and just crush any national championship talk that Tennessee could ever have. What better storybook ending could that be for a Kentucky fan? There is as, one. As fans, we are selfish. Cooper, you're the most selfish one out of us out of us all. And that's just the that's just the truth of the matter. As they say at our local dirt track here in Junction City, Kentucky, they say sometimes, run what you brung. You know what that means, Coop? It means you play with what you got. You don't make, you don't make little sorry-ass excuses like, oh, I'm just a three-star. No, damn it. You go out there, you compete, and you give it all you got. All right, all right. Let's, let's, go, let, let's, let's get into this then. If you win against – Keontae Goodwin, with the lack of experience that you have in football and the lack of experience that he has in football, who do you think is going to win? I'd give it my best shot. And you would fail miserably because you're going against a five-star and you aren't even a no-star. I'm a half a star, like they said in the longest yard. Buddy, <laughs> you they, they probably gave you a star – but it's like, you showed up. Good job, Hunter. You did so good today. You read the book out loud. That's that's what it is. Now, I, I get your point. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm way more optimistic than you guys. But I am I am nowhere even close to as butthurt when we lose. It's like you guys are like, I have a glimmer of hope. Today I woke up on the right side of the bed. Now, I wake up on the right side of the bed every day. I'm like, ye. To the yeehaw every single time i get to see uk play i am hype i'm like we're gonna win this game why because i am an optimist and i am a fan i am gonna cheer my tushy off every single time and i'm gonna go Rear! every single time kentucky scores i don't care if i'm trying to impress a girl i don't care if whatever you know i'm gonna make a fool out of myself because i'm a uk football fan but the expectation is unrealistic 
They and to your point about Will Levis, they are solely basing that off of not play, but his physical attributes. It's not play. So there's my two cents. That was my whole argument. We don't have to get into it if you guys don't want to. The only other thing I have to add to that is Spencer Spencer Radler was one of the favorites to win the Heisman before the year started. It just goes to show that the experts don't always get it right. Same. So you're agreeing with me? Coop, to your point, as you're saying, I mean, we shouldn't even show up. I mean, we ain't got a damn chance. They're they're better across the board than us, so we shouldn't even show up. Wow, you took that as exact exactly how I said. All yeah. right. We will, let's just let's just move on, and let's go into the games. You guys ready to pick some games? Do sure. It. All right. So we're gonna stick to mostly SEC this week, because uh, really there's not that many great games out there. But we got two that are out of conference. We got Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. It is at Kansas State. Kansas State is a one point five favorite. I'm gonna go ahead and pick first. Give me the Gundy perfect hair slinging cowboys. Pew, pew. I'm going to go against you. I want to take Kansas State. I like their style. I like that it's at their place. I think they're a good football team. Give me Kansas State. Oklahoma State as an underdog. Bang, bang, as Coop said. I think I definitely said it exactly like that. So, good job, Hunter. All right, Ohio State at Penn State. 15.5, Ohio State favorite. Can I go first? Yes. Ohio State wins and covers. Coop, what you got? Tennessee is my number one hated fan base this week but starting next week it recycles back to Ohio State I hate Ohio State with everything in me but they're gonna turn James Franklin into Franklin the turtle and turtle him and put him on the top of his shell spin him around do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around they're going to destroy they're gonna cover give me Ohio State huge 45 minimum yeah beat down I am sick and damn tired of Ohio State getting the respect that they don't deserve, okay? They don't deserve it. I'm sick and tired of it. And the bad Take news Penn is – Take Penn State Take Penn State. And the bad news is we're going to have to keep <laughs> sick and tired of it for at least another week because they're going to win again, Ohio State. Buddy, any chance I get to pick against Ohio State, I just wanted to do it. And I wanted I wanted to hear one of you all pick Ohio State or no, pick against Ohio State. Man. But we all know. We all know this game, this 15.5 little cute little spread they got going on here. The only way that happens if Ohio State decides, hmm, let's not put any players out in the fourth quarter because they're probably gonna score 42 in the first quarter. Yeah, you heard me right quarter they're going to destroy penn state tell you what when they play georgia in the first or second round of the playoffs 
I'll pick against them. Oh, oh, buddy. I, I hope I get to pick against them, but I don't even I, think it's going to get there. I believe there's a game in a couple of weeks that uh, the opportunity will present itself, but that's for a couple of weeks from now. Next game we got Mizzou at South Carolina. South Carolina is a minus four favorite. Who y'all got? I'll start. Spencer Radler, as I said last week, is still garbage. He is not good. He could not. He is not a good quarterback. But old Beamer's got the team playing right. Where's is where's the game at, Coop? Like I said, at South Carolina. That's what I thought you said. Give me South Carolina and the game cops. Go ahead, Coop. Well, um I I personally like Missouri in this one. Now I don't really have a good reason why. I think it's mostly because I just truly, as Colton says, I don't think we're going to experience efficient Beamer ball this week. That is the only reason I'm going to go Mizzou. But, yeah, give me Mizzou. Give me give me the points. This one, I've, I've flipped back and forth probably six times since you sent this text with this group, with this particular game. I just – they're so similar. I just think South Carolina is still riding that damn high from beating us. And being at home, as bad as I hate to pick them, I'm, I'm going to have to go with South Carolina. I, know. I think they're still riding it. And I think they get the dub against a very bad Missouri team. A, a ranked South Carolina team. Ranked. How? How do they get ranked? Because they've been playing efficient Beamer ball and they beat Kentucky. Good Lord. Yeah. Very disappointing loss. And what's crazy is they're probably going to win eight games this year. If if they win this game, they're they're that's eight wins. Easy. Eight wins. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna smack South Carolina. They probably will beat Florida. And then they're going to get absolutely golly whopped the last two weeks, Tennessee and Clemson. I mean, they're, they've got a legit chance at being uh, an eight-win team, which def, I definitely would not have envisioned at the beginning of the year. Um, next game we got Ole Miss at Texas A&M. I'll say it again for Hunter. At Texas A&M, it is a minus two-and-a-half Ole Miss favorite. I wish that I knew who to pick in this game. Ole Miss, not great. Texas A&M, real bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's at Texas A&M, and surely you would think, surely that they could bounce back after losing to South Carolina, but I don't see it happening. Jimbo's going to be on the hot seat. Give me Ole Miss. I don't know who to pick here. You'd never know what which version of the team you're going to get. They're, you watch them one week, they look decent. You watch them the next week, they look like a good high school team. 
I don't know. The only thing I'm going off of is it's at Texas A&M. So give me the home team, maybe. I don't know which team wants to lose this one more. Beep, 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 beep. You hear that? They're backing up the money truck because Jimbo is going to get a $90 million payout. Give me old Miss and give me hottie toddy. Respect the drip. Big. Texas A&M is dog water. Last but not least. Last but not least. Oh, boy. Our favorite. Our favorite. Not game day. Not SEC Nation. Not anything in particular that's really that great other than Kirk Herbstreit and Chris Fowler are announcing the game, which is kind of cool. But Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. It doesn't matter who goes first. I can go first if you want. If you guys want to switch it up. I usually, I usually go last on the UK games. I'm going last. All right. You want me to go, Zach? Go ahead. I'll go second. Okay. <clears throat> now, I have not not picked Kentucky once this year. Not one time. <laughs> and that ain't changing this week, boys. Kentucky, give me them. I don't care if they're a 12-and-a-half-point digging dog, and that ain't my dog of the week either. Give me the cats. We are coming with a little, little, you see this? Little, little, that's all, that's all we're going to do. Hand off. Chris Rodriguez, seven yards. Hand off. Chris Rodriguez. Oh, you're tired? Oh, hand off. Chris Rodriguez, seven yards, seven yards, seven yards. Churn and burn, churn and burn, churn and burn. Will Levis earns that first round draft pick tonight. Big boy getting the big boy check. He has been circling this. All year. He had big Sharpie circled the halls the whole month. And he said, he said, Tennessee hate week. I hate Tennessee. He's saying that they're low down, they're dirty. He's saying all that. He's got that going on in his headphones. Will Levis is going to have a Heisman moment. Chris Rodriguez, 150 plus yards. And we barely scraped by. Cats. Final score. Final score, 37-35. You're going to count on Ruffalo to make – no, nah, he'll just miss next point. Never mind. Or I don't know what he'll do, but don't worry about it. Zach, what you got? Man, I don't know. This game is uh, – it's such a weird setup for me. Because you're coming off a bye week, historically Stoops is not great. But you're coming into a game where the, the media is giving you zero chance. Everybody's put you against back against the wall, and that's where cats like to fight the best. I honestly, I think 12 and a half is a little much. I do think it's going to be a much closer game than that. I think it's going to come down to – time of possession, and I just cannot make myself pick the Cats in Knoxville. 
I'm going to go Tennessee. I'm going to say 42-35. The energy levels have just plummeted in the last, one, last 60 seconds. Energy levels have just – but I respect your pick. I like it a lot because, as I said earlier, last year we all got too damn excited. Every time it happens, we all get too damn excited. And I just knew we were all going to get too damn excited this year, this week. This is the week to do it. And I'm doing it again. <laughs> get the cats. We can win this game. I've been convincing myself all week to make this pick. And listen, listen to me. Listen to me. This is my analytical breakdown of it, okay? Their offense, better than our offense, okay? Our defense, way better than their defense, okay? I think that our offense has the potential to play a game as close to their offense as we possibly can. But their defense cannot play as high of a level as our defense can. Our defense makes some big plays, keeps us in it, and our offense has a day. We'll have us. 350-plus passing yards and four touchdowns accounted for. Maybe one on the ground, three in the air, four touchdowns. Give me the cats. Score. See, this is, this is tough. This is a tough one. I'm going 40. One to thirty-eight. Okay. All right. Well, I got them written down. That way we can come back and revisit how absolutely atrocious we did or how close we were. Because um, I'll go on record to say that next week when we meet, once again, I'm already off next week. So I hope that you guys absolutely roast me because I was wrong and the cats went down and they took care of business, but I cannot make myself pick them against Tennessee until they prove me that they proved me that they can do it. Well, I don't know if you remember, but a few years back we had this guy named Steven Johnson and he did a leaping dive and me and hunter were at this game and the only reason and the only reason i know that is because my cheeks still hurt to this day because i was smiling so hard to get on the smile cam at commonwealth stadium and literally they pan over to us but i'm not even in the picture i was smiling at the camera for probably 15 minutes so I remember that game very vividly. We can do it. We will do it. Cats. Cats, baby. I'm going to be meowing all day. I'm like, our back is up against the wall. Absolutely. And you know what? Mark Stoops, he's probably listening to this podcast right now. And he's he, – no, not right now, but he will. He has been because he heard my prediction a few weeks ago that Kentucky, we're still we're, – we're winning the SEC East. Georgia's going to somehow lose twice. We're winning the SEC East. You heard it here. Come on. 
10 win regular season. Come on. Stoops is going to have this team ready to run through a brick wall this weekend. This is this is the time. We talk about it every week. This is our time. Finally. And we're going to take advantage of it. We're going to take advantage of it. Well, this, I can... we, I mean, I was just going to say that we've had the opportunities. They know that. They know it's time. I mean, it, they're bringing out all the all the stops. I mean, nothing nothing's held back. They're going to give it. They're going to give it their all, and they're going to get a win. Now, one thing I will, um, if you're if you're new to. Kentucky versus Tennessee or Tennessee football, you are going to probably be singing Rocky Top by the end of the night. I don't care if Kentucky is up by 95. They are going to play Rocky Top at least 550 times during the game. And you're going to hear, woo, Rocky Top Tennessee about 500 times. So just be prepared for it. You know, go cats, baby. I got a quick question for you all. Just a quick question before we go into our last segment. This probably should have been done earlier, but I'll ask it now. Mainly for Cooper, maybe also for Zach. I don't know if he's ever been to Neyland. I know Cooper has. My question is, Coop, I've been seeing it all over the social media this week. It's a legitimate thing. Do Kentucky fans need to be fearful walking to and from the stadium after the game, before the game? Just yes, especially if we win. Especially if we win. Say that again. Yes, very much so. And I definitely am glad I'm not going this year because Tennessee right now, their fans. If you're looking on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, if you see their fans, they're hostile. They feel like this is the coming of Jesus. This is the year. This is – they feel like they have been in this position for 45 years, even though they've been dog trash since basically Peyton left, maybe a few years after. I think they won the national championship in like 07 or something like that. But they've, they've pretty much been terrible since then. Now, yeah, they beat us, but you know, pitter-patter, get at her, you know. Um, yes, you need to be scared. If you are going to the game, you know, wear your your blue. If we win, do not talk smack. Don't walk to your car. Don't pay anyone any mind. You should make it there. That's not a guarantee, but you should. This, This is not a joke. If you're going to the game, you need to be careful. You need to walk in packs. I mean, at, I had the, I had the opportunity to get some season tickets from a Tennessee fan, and I was like, where are the tickets at? And they were very good seats. And he was going to give them to me for cheap, maybe even free. But I looked at them, and they were all the way on the other side of the stadium. From the- <laughs> <laughs> and as the kids say, mama didn't raise no B word. Because my mother says we've been dropping too many F-bombs on the podcast and cuss words, so cleaning that up. Um, Mama didn't raise no bitch. But 
But I'm also not ignorant. And 1v50 is not a good look for me. <laughs> so I just I just turned it down. I mean Buddy, I know you, and 1v1 may even be too much. Unless you captain Insano him or something like that, yeah, it, it's probably not going to be a good look. I'm going after the joint manipulation, Coop. <laughs> I've seen I'm- you skull bust, son, all right? I know you can wrestle, but you can't wrestle a bear, all right? I'm going, I'm going after their fingers. I'm going to break them. <laughs> They may absolutely beat me into the dirt, but they won't be able to. They won't be able to use the right hand anymore. <laughs> but I wanted to bring that up because it honestly, it's a problem, and it nobody should feel that way going to a sporting event. But it it's kind of it's it's bad down there. I, it is. Well, all right. So let's let's wrap let's wrap this up. So as we finish every single episode, uh, this is the segment that we go into our. Now we're the week. <laughs> so this week I went with something a little bit crazy, right? I went, I'm going with Northwestern versus Iowa minus 11 point dog Northwestern. Northwestern is awful, but I'll tell you this. I don't know if Iowa is even capable of scoring 11 points. So I think it is a lock at the plus spread, it's a plus three thirty money line. Give me, give me Northwestern. I'm going to take an even bigger dog. I'm going to go even farther out of the limb, and it's probably going to break, and I'm probably going to break my neck. But I'm walking out there because I'm taking Virginia Tech over NC State. I think the line is 13 and a half. 420 money line. Plays it. That's my dog of the week. Big dog of the week. It ain't the biggest one that we've called on here, but for sure a big one. Coop, I saw that little Northwestern play, and I was really thinking about it, but like you said, you didn't you didn't just blow it off either. You said Northwestern is terrible, and they are. So I think Iowa can at least win that game. But I know a team that is overrated, and I'm sick and tired of them earning their respect too. If you're not in the SEC, you don't get my respect. Okay, it's just I'm sorry, it's just how it is. West Virginia at home. Against the Horned Frogs, undefeated TCU, West Virginia. Country roads, take me home <laughs> to the place. Coop. Where I belong, West, West Virginia. Virginia. <clears throat> all right. Well, thank you all very much for coming on the pod and listening to us. And go, Cats. As Hunter's mom requested, we're cleaning it up a little bit. Screw Tennessee. (laughs) And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Go Cats. Let's kick the shit out of them. Yeah. (laughs)